screaming, gang, gang, now you wanna rap. Racketeering charges caught him on the tap. Looking for a bond, lawyers wanna tax. Purple hair got them faggots on your back. What are you doing? We are back! Ladies and gentlemen, this is the music box. Why would you do that? <laughs> <laughs> that was really weird, mate. That was really. I'm just gonna cut your arm and be like, what the fuck it oh. So. <laughs> fuck this, start again. No, no, we kept oh, running. Fuck. We're okay. running. One take. Okay. <laughs> we are back. This is the music box this week. It is your host, Cam Connor Jones, and I am with. Adam Westwood. And we have got a packed show for you. And as Rick Ross detailed there, the first topic we're going to talk about is Snitch Nine. Do you guys know about Six Nine's antics? Recently? I do. I, I heard a while ago that he was going to rap. I, yeah. I, well, he was facing forty-nine years, and I think we knew that if he got below ten, then he'd ride. And I don't think he's got any, has he? I'm not sure. I'm not up to date. I think he's just walking. Okay. Uh, so it's clear that he's ratted. It's clear that he won't be rapping again. I think that's the end of Six Nine. Yeah, good. <laughs> good. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think we'll be hearing him shouting, screaming about. Stupid, stupid. <laughs> but um, have you seen all the memes about it though? Where it's like which which ones? <laughs> where it's like a you ratted on Twenty One Savage, you yeah ratted on Jordan Woods. Oh God, <laughs> Kendall Jenner and all that. This man is the true insider. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dumbest family relationship ever. Like I don't get how they're still going. If you think about it, that, that, that entire family is just like the Skywalkers. Yeah. Like it's just I, mean, I need some, okay. I was about to say, I need a, I need a bigger <laughs> link here. Like, who's Darth Vader then? Maybe Darth Vader. Ooh, I feel like it. Bruce has gone through the transformation. Like. <laughs> <laughs> perfect, perfect link. Perfect start to the show this week. <laughs> could could we do any better? No. no. That's it, ladies and gentlemen. You're in the music box this week. We are no. We're two minutes in and we're done. <laughs> Can't top it now. Uh, th- yeah, I think that's the end of six nine. I don't think we're going to hear from him again. I'm very very. And I'm hoping that's the end of the whole just controversy on social media thing to get clout. Yeah. It it won't be, but we see where it can get you. Yeah. Like I don't wish jail on anyone. But. I mean, if they've done something worth going. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, I mean, if someone's yeah, if someone's murdered, they, then I I warrant jail. They deserve it, but you don't wish you don't wish anyone has to go through. Yeah, I'm with you. Jail. I get your point. Eventually, <laughs> eventually got my point. But yeah, it was just a brief thing that I think six nine. I think that's the end of him. Mm. And also, like, is he gonna have to go into witness protection? What's gonna happen? He can't. Like, he that's can't. what I'm saying. <laughs> like, what's going to happen? You have to get them all lasered off. That, yeah, like, that's why you don't get face tats, kids, because you have to go into hiding. Yeah. I'm trying to get any tattoos. 6 9 on your face. Mm. And he's over his chest and over his back. Over, uh, literally. Everywhere. He's got yeah, six. Said, she was like, you regret that. And he was like, <laughs> stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Treyway. <laughs> like, he's literally the biggest target. Like, He's got a target all over his face and his hair and his back. Yeah, I don't think he'll be in New York again. No. I think he'll... I feel like he's going to... In Cuba with Tupac. Oof. Which will tie in later to the show. Ooh. Nice link there, (laughs) mate. like ball tickling to get them going. (laughs) Good God. Foreplay. Good God. (laughs) Right, the next topic we've got is a uh, a man named Jussie Smollett. That's a cool name. Quite cool name. Bit of a cunt, basically. (laughs) I agree. He's an actor for. Have you heard of Empire? 
the show. Oh, I, I've heard about this actually. Yeah. So um, he <laughs> basically he staged yeah. an yeah. attack, a, a, a racial attack. Because he wasn't getting paid. Because he wasn't getting paid enough. Yeah. A, um, and as soon as he said it, everyone was like, well, everyone was like, oh my God, this is the worst. See, it's everywhere. And then people started to think about it and started to think of the details and they were like, okay, I don't think, yeah. no, <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't think you're telling the truth. Because at the end of the day, it was at 2am. I'm pretty sure Chicago is at record lows for the weather at the moment. So who's going for a subway at 2am in the morning? Who's going yeah. for a subway? Um, <laughs> <laughs> at 2am, a subway's even open till 2am. Yeah, there's, hours there's some 24 hours here. Yeah. There's one in Sheffield. Is there? Yeah. All right, uh, ladies and gentlemen, I'm off uh, now. But it's a, it, mate. It, it's it's five o'clock. You can go to a subway at any time at five o'clock, mate. <laughs> yeah. You just had a sandwich. Calm down. I'm hungry. Hungry boy. <laughs> mate, my flat was on fire. Yeah, <laughs> this this man's missed university today because he was on fire. Because <laughs> my block was on fire. I started playing the albums again. <laughs> Damn it. Yeah, just start playing. My that was it. But. Uh, Literally, the um, girl that set it all off le- uh, left outside. Obviously, she was traumatized, but her mate's like, "Don't worry, don't worry, it's not your fault." We're all sat there thinking, "Kind of is." What did she? Did she actually set up something on fire? Yeah, she was making sausages. Left it, the room to get a, uh, a charger, and <laughs> came back and it was just smoke. Ah, oh. like the easiest thing to cook is a sausage. Apparently, the easiest thing to set on fire as well. Interesting. But anyway, Jussie Small. <laughs> back up, yeah. Let's so, get back. Um, I wanna, basically, I came run. out and was like, I got the hate, I was a victim of a hate crime from MAGA supporters in Chicago, which is a heavy democratic area. And apparently these MAGA supporters were black Africans. Hmm. Nigerian, allegedly. <laughs> which, another thing that didn't add up. And then he was like, just lied about it, which is now created a problem because people don't get believed enough when they're actual victims of hate crime and now he's yeah. just done it to get more money I mean if he was actually worth any form of money then the thing is he wasn't it wasn't even like he wasn't making a lot of money he was making fifty thousand dollars an episode yeah. of the show and then I think I'll check I'll check to get an exact example of how long the the Apparently series he had an are R&B career as well. yeah he did he's, he's a, a singer. singer as well that's why we're talking <laughs> about it his mugshot compared to yeah, R. Kelly's. Yeah, it's like in the exact oh, same Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's gonna be a absolutely amazing prison choir though. Think about it. But I mean if Jussie Smollett really wanted to be a victim of a hate crime, he could have just paid Liam Neeson a visit. <laughs> Oof. 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 Right, there's there's eighteen episodes per series. So this man is nearly is making Go on. Ooh, quick math, quick maths. Um not that quick. He's only making a million, a million dollars, in theory per series. If he's making fifty grand an episode, ten episodes is five hundred k. Yes. Jesus Christ! I didn't expect it to be that long. This man's opening a bottle of coke on my in my studio. How Sponsors. dare he? Um, yeah, he's making nearly a million per series, and he's like, "Yeah, I'm not making enough money." Yeah. Mate, I'm earning. A, I'm on about three hundred quid per semester here. Some of them might be racist, but not everyone that's right wing in America is racist and will commit a hate crime. They're racist oh. left wing supporters. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So that 
You could even call it a hate crime in itself, couldn't you? Racism isn't, I wouldn't even say that's a political issue. It's not whether you're right or left, it's just you being a massive Yeah, they they make it out to be. They make it out to be, but it's like, being racist doesn't make you right, doesn't make you left, it just makes you a massive cunt. (laughs) But yeah, it's just doesn't help anything. No. Apart from, well, allegedly it wanted to be his wallet, but... Well, it's just taken a really, like, important social issue. Yeah. Used it for himself. He's a massive twat. He is a massive twat. He is the biggest twat. Well, not the biggest. And if it was true, he's an even bigger twat for wanting to go to Subway at 2 a.m. Yeah. (laughs) Record lows. I mean, Subway gets cold quick anyway. Just have some toast. Have some toast. He's on 50k. He's got to have good loaves of bread. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm He's getting, not on Asta cheese, like we are. <laughs> I'm getting good loaves of bread and I'm paying 50p for them. So, I mean, mate, they're amazing. The ones at Aldi, oof, big oof. You can get bacon. They don't fit in the toaster, though. They don't. They don't fit in our toaster. They don't fit in. Because no, we've got, the, we've got the, like, the really bad toasters that are like six pounds from Wilco's. Mm. Shout out, Wilco's. Please sponsor us, please. Um, no, we have Wilco's, those dreadful Coke and anything. If you want to pay us to talk about it, just we'll do it. We're on it. Any issue. Anything Sex toys, you're... anything. <laughs> Cock and ball torture methods, we've got it. Gotta let people know. Um, Probably. Maybe. Well, speaking of prison, R. Kelly's actually been finally arrested. Yes, he's been but, arrested finally. But, 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 but. Th- there was news today uh, and last night that R. Kelly female fans are trying to pay his bond. Shout out to that Boondocks episode. <laughs> if you, Boondocks is a show from the mid two thousands about two suburban, like two urban kids from Chicago growing up in a white suburban area, and that like the second episode is the R Kelly episode, where this exact thing happens, where he goes to court. There's all this evidence, but all the fans are like just pressure the judge into setting him free, and he goes free. Is it actually about R Kelly? Yeah. Like it genuinely name drops him and everything, and actually about him pissing on the child. Yeah. But yeah, they're trying to pay us. They're trying to pay us. I think it's shout out Boondocks, best show ever. Carry on. I think it. I think it's a hundred thousand dollar bond, which it should be a way more. No, it should be way more for what it was. Done. I think there was originally sat. There should be called. no bond. He shouldn't be allowed to go. Yeah. Yeah. No. I don't think he'll be. I don't think. I think they'll take away the bond. They'll take it away, and then it won't go through. But I just want to mention it because it's stupid. Stupid. Especially how like they're the top, they're the people that R. Kelly is destroying, like essentially yeah. destroying their lives, and they're the, and they're the ones paying him off. I mean, remember it's that video of bizarre. him performing recently, and like he fully just had, had his like tongue out, and they were like wiping his tongue, like touch. It's, he's so weird. <laughs> Do you remember when he was performing in like Africa? And he was like, "Get your passport, get your vaccinations, and come with Rob to America." And it was just that. I mean, at least he, you know, supports vaccinations, but he's still a dick. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can't comprehend how you'd want him free at all. Maybe they like this. Maybe. Maybe they're into it. Mm. Maybe they like being controlled and chained up. And who are we to change? Cock and ball torture. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Shout out to <laughs> I'm not shouting that out. I'm Are you gonna shout that. out? No, I'm not shouting is, is, is there out. a distributor of cock and ball torture methods that you know? No shout out. Do you really want to <laughs> <laughs> Asking for a friend, Adam. Asking for a friend. <laughs> a friend. <laughs> Carry on, sir. Carry on. So 
Six nines a dick. Right. Last last time we had fuck Grammys, fuck IC, fuck Trump. This week we have fuck six nine, fuck Jossie Smollett, and fuck okay, maybe not quite literally fuck R. Kelly. Just he'd want to. Oh yeah, probably. Yeah, he definitely would. Depends how old you are, I suppose. Mm, good point. Good point. Like we're too old for him. I'm too male. I'm too male. Well, most oh, of us. <laughs> Interesting. Our next topic is right. So a few weeks ago, it dawned on us that. Uh, ben was little Benji Dodd. He's getting a bit. <laughs> our Doddy was getting a bit confused about uh, who our favorite rappers are. Mm-hmm. So I think me and Adam. Yes, we've confused him a bit. So me and Adam, we've got our notebooks out. We've got a um, our top tens who we think are the best, not our top ten favorites, our top ten best. He's most likely going to pick Adams because you probably won't hear. I've heard of half half of mine. That's because I'm a superior genius. Nothing. Nothing. Listen, I'll go back to country with Denzel Curry. That was. I want to talk about Denzel. To be fair, I want to talk about that man later on. (laughs) We always talk about him. I I will always talk about him. Carry on. You want me to go first? Okay. So to start off with, I've got uh, Kendrick Lamar just because. What? What a surprise. What? Kendrick, really? Best rap. He's not had a long enough career. <laughs> He's not got enough albums out to judge. Oh, what? That annoys me when people Boy, say that. I'm getting annoyed with you now. That genuinely annoys me when people say that. Um, Biggie had two albums. He did. did no. people really say that? Yeah. People genuinely say that. He's not been around enough. He's like, Good Kid, Mad City and Tim Butterfly haven't been around enough to deem it a classic when you know Illmatic was deemed a classic straight away so he's been he's had um, four five of your class Black Panther great albums since 2012 so I'd say two classics I'd say three it's the third I think Damn could be Damn's a classic I don't think think it could be I don't think it's alright I like I like yeah good kid good kid <laughs> Damn to step out. Good kid, good kid, and to pimp obviously are. I'd, I'd say they're 100% ca- classic. But I'd say damn. I don't think it has the concepts that. Yeah, fair. The two have. I think it's just personal preference. Like I yeah. think it's a. Bang I think it's a album. great album, but I wouldn't say it's a classic. I listened to it yesterday, which is why it's on my mind. No, that's fair. Um, then got Jay Z. Don't need to explain why. I'd agree. Uh, Actually, no, you don't need to explain to me. You might have to explain to Ben. I, I know Jay-Z. You know Jay Z. You know what he's done. Yeah. About I'd say three classics he has. Yeah, that's fair. Reasonable Doubt, Black Album, Blueprint. Beyonce. Beyonce, another classic. Yeah. Blueprint 3 was a banger. Uh, true. True, Blueprint 3 was a great oof. album. Yeah, Big oof. That's fair. Um, so I'm going to... There's artists that are on this list that I don't... I know are great, but I just don't... I have not put the respect on their name. Yeah. So I'm going <laughs> to... Yes. Uh, there, I'm going to do those, those ones last. Uh, I've got Tupac, Biggie, obviously. I mean, obviously. They don't even need to explain why. <laughs> There'll be a mob afterwards. Um, I've then got Snoop Dogg. I'd agree. I'd agree Snoop would be top 10. He's not on this top 10, but if someone um, came up to me and went, Snoop is a top 10 rapper, I... I could understand the argument. I mean, my, my mates come up to me and said, he's the greatest rapper. I think he's the greatest rapper, and I don't, wouldn't disagree. I think he's done fair. amazing things. But yeah, he, he so has. He's transcended genres. He's, he's performed on everything. He did. 
Snoop Doggy That's Dog, Snoop Dog, Snoop Lion, Snoop Doggy Dog. Part this of one. the Dog Pound with man's corrupt been, and man's been everything. Nate Dog. Uh, I've then got. Um, I'll do this one's going to shock you. J Cole is on my list. I'd expect him to be on your your list. Yeah, I'd disagree, but I'd I expect him to be on your list. No, I think I think um, it might be because he stands out in a class these days, which isn't especially the. Uh, the ones that hit the charts, for me at least, I'd say that the artists that keep hitting the charts aren't the best. Like, <laughs> what have you just done? Just broke a pen? Almost. Um, no, like, there's a lot of artists right now who aren't the best rappers in terms of their lyrical ability, which is what I'm judging this off. So him compared, him and J. Cole, for example, compared to everyone else are insane and like a level above. Not that I'm classing this off lyrical ability, because I don't think that's the only thing to be a good rapper. It's key. I'd say in terms but, of discography, I don't think it's that impressive. His discography? Yeah. I've, Compared to other rappers, I, I wouldn't say it's that. I mean, he's got Forest Hills Drive and KOD. I didn't like it. Um, and even then, people are dividing KOD. I would, I would say KOD's a great Born, album. Born Sinner's amazing. Uh, okay, maybe Born Sinner's. The warm-up's warm brilliant. Uh, that's a mixtape, not an album. I'm still classing it. I'm still classing it. Because, <laughs> I mean... Mixtapes are a massive part of rap. I'm classing oh, yeah. someone's discography, no matter what. Uh, then I'll go for the two that the two that I've not listened to enough of, and I'm disappointed in myself. Uh, there's Nas and Andre 3000. I was both. I, yeah, I assume they're both. You you, you w- do you would you, you do. would you listen Sorry, to Miss Jackson? Miss Jackson. He was on. Oh, he was on the Kid Cudi one. Yeah. Rosa Parks. You might know. You said you like by design, but off the album I heard last week. He's. Andre Benjamin is that? Andre is Benjamin is Andre oh. 2000. There's another one I'm thinking of. Hey ya. Uh, Any Outcast song ever, you know. Any um, Outcast song. Then, then my last. So this is my final tip. Right, one my thing last about Andre 2000 that weirded me out. I found out the other day. He doesn't have a solo album. No, he doesn't. That weirded me out. I I don't know why. <laughs> I just expected him to have like at least two no, or three. The boy's a he's a group artist. Yeah. Um. This this one I feel like you're gonna get mad. I feel like he's gonna get triggered with this one. Drake. Drake is on my top 10 of all time. I mean, in terms of size, and I'd, I'd agree in terms of size. I think so. In terms of influence, he's insane. In like, what's that album? In terms of- Nothing was the same, 2014. Yeah, in terms of rapper, highly disagree. Of all time rapper. Top, top time artist, 100% agree Drake should be there. Top 10 rapper, I don't think he should be there. I'm classing him as a rapper because most you, of his albums are you, rapper you said, you said there that you're basing it off lyricism. No, no, no. I said I'm not just basing this off lyricism. Oh, I said if I'm, I'm looking, at, looking at J. Cole off lyricism, yes, he's up there. But I'm not just basing it on lyricism. It's on, it's on everything. On albums, on, um, on, Even on albums. commercial success. Mm. His albums are great. I mean, the only okay. since 2005 I mean you had Views no, you had, I think Views um, is decent Views is, I don't think Views is that good of an album I listened to it the other day and I can confirm it bops I was dancing walking to Tesco and then to Sainsbury's and then to a Polish supermarket because I was looking for Haribo gold bears and then I found them you couldn't find them in a Sainsbury's they weren't in Sainsbury's and they weren't this is the small ones near the uni they weren't in Even Tesco then, they weren't in Sainsbury's the one near Forge no no, no the one opposite the uni oh and they went in there. So I walked down the main road in Sheffield to a little uh, international supermarket and there was some there. But in terms of rapper, I would, especially with the ghostwriting thing. Yeah. Oh, no, I get I get why people would disagree with it heavily. I just think that um, he's had 
a lot of rappers usually were only, were only are only big for a few years. Like I was looking at a few, I was looking at other people's lists. I was looking at like overall lists of all time. And loads of the artists will appear either once uh, over like over a year. So there was only complex. We both looked at the complex article, mm. which has every best best rapper of every year since two thousand uh, since nineteen seventy three. I think it is no seventy nine. Should I say? Um, and every single year, you'll usually see like out of all the years old together. There's usually one artist, like an artist will hear maybe twice, or three times. Drake's appeared on that list four times. Yeah. Um, I feel like longevity-wise, he's up there. Longevity, Album-wise, yeah. he's up there. But I feel like he, I feel like people could say he's more R&B, and I'd, I'd have to agree with him. I would disagree but that he, he shouldn't be on that list, but... My choice. You, my list, knew, my you choice. Knew. You knew that would trigger me. <laughs> I know. I feel like I mentioned it just to trigger him, but... Uh, I've literally just... <laughs> I was just thinking. Then I've literally just made eight honourable mentions. Fuck's sake! Because I didn't want to. I didn't want to rank anyone because my yeah, list. Not my list them. now is so different to all time. Because like I wouldn't have had uh, Nas or Three Thousand on there if this was just like my favourite artists. Mm. I mean, I've just done a top ten best rappers, and then I thought of eight others. I was like, shit. But a um, number one, Rakim. He has. He's probably one of the greatest rappers to ever live probably i'd say the greatest rappers ever well, that's why it's number one but uh, <laughs> um yeah, mine was mine was not a numbered list mine was just like yeah i mean rakim's the only one i'd number there the others are kind of like here and there mm. a um in terms of lyrical ability and the ability to rhyme anything with anything like he would just like you listen to a song and you just every word in every line will just rhyme and it just flow beautifully and I think that's why I'd have him number one. Like, I told Adam, like, that I, um, when I'm bored, I just, like, write poetry. And like that, a, um, kind of, like, a hip-hop influence. So I'll be listening to the hip-hop in the background, I'll just be writing. When Rakim comes on, I just stop. Like, I, because he just makes me want to quit. <laughs> it's, like, insane. Number two, Nas, obviously. I'd say four classic albums. With Illmatic, it was written. Um, Stillmatic and Godson. Uh, yeah, probably the greatest storyteller in rap. I mean, do you remember J. Cole's song, I Let Nas Down? I do. Yeah. That was a, a bit of a banger. And then, did you hear the reply to it? Nas replied, yeah, you made Nas proud. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, uh, he's probably one of the most influential people in rap. And next person I'd also is one of the most influential people in rap whether people like him or not and it is Eminem I I, I could tell I think he's quite cringy now like I've oh, listened yeah, like, I'd agree. You know, like any like there's hardly any of his songs I'd put on now and be like banger yeah I feel like but I mean in terms of actual MCing in terms of rapping yeah I think he's close to being untouchable fair it's a very fair point first three albums I would deem classics and then he's career kind of falls off but he's still pro- the biggest rapper to ever live like mm-hmm. no not even drake has got to where eminem was and that was at a time where streaming wasn't a thing which is i'd say is a big boost in drake's career Fair. fourth black thought really of the roots we've talked about him before from the roots oh. <laughs> we have spoken about this <laughs> we've spoken about this but with the uh, 10 minute funk flex freestyle that we were telling you oh, about. Yeah. yeah. Was that it? Yeah, that was him. Okay. I mean, he's just 
probably one of the greatest lyricists. I mean, with this list, it's just lyricism. I mean, not just, but like the main thing is lyricism and penmanship. Fifth, I don't don't know if you've heard of him, Scarface. <laughs> he's a rapper from a southern rapper, and he's probably him and rappers like Andre 3000 together. I'd say they're the ones that put southern rap on the map. Uh, the Diary from Scarface is a classic. Sixth is Ghostface Killer from a uh, Wu-Tang Clan. Three classic solo albums and has been part of six classic albums himself. Mm-hmm. A, um, seven is a Big Pun. <laughs> Adam's shaking his head because he knows about Big Pun. Big Pun's past. Mm-hmm. A, uh, things, he's dead now. But a, uh, I think he died from like a, was it a, he died from an obesity caused heart attack because yeah. the man was 700 pounds he was massive <laughs> I'm about 205 pounds he put the big in big pun basically like he's about four of me Jesus. and uh, he was, <laughs> also he wasn't a black guy and he kept saying the n-word which really bugs me yeah bugs I mean he was, like, he was uh, Puerto Rican I'm pretty I'm sure yeah yeah it just bugs me but as a rapper, he's insane. I think he's the first Latin artist, Latin rapper to win a, to go platinum. Mm. A um, Capital Punishment classic. Jay-Z, we said it before. Biggie, we said it before. And Tupac, we said it before. Okay. The honorable mentions, Andre 3000, Ice Cube, Kendrick, Pusha T, Big Daddy Kane, KRS-One, Royce 259, and Kumo D. I was going to ask about Ice Cube, to be fair. Yeah. I'd, I thought you'd put Missy on it. I was close to putting Missy and Lauren Hill on there but I don't think Lauren Hill should be anywhere near that list I think with only one classic as one solo classic album as an album a uh, miseducation is I wouldn't put her there just for that she has one classic solo album in that she's decent well she's obviously great on the score Uh, but apart from that what else has she done her Unplugged is dreadful Unplugged is awful she plays three chords all night yeah that's pretty much it literally three chords and her singing is off key she's all over the place yeah she was going through a lot of but yeah, she's been through. That, she's been through so much during that time. But yeah, I I wouldn't for that for like, those reasons I wouldn't put her there. I, think, oh, I didn't. I didn't mention one guy. There was one person I didn't mention on my list because I'd realised I missed out Kanye. I didn't mention him because uh, he's, he's no, had missed, in the past though. No, but I, I mean, mentioned right, I mentioned you, nine out of ten is what I mean. Like I missed oh. him. I forgot to mention him. I was I was surprised but, when you didn't. But Kanye's on my Kanye, list. Yeah, but you didn't put Drake. We put Drake. Kanye's on my list, and I can give you so many reasons if you want them. We know so the many. Know I'd agree do. with the reasons. I know you do. That, that <laughs> my beautiful dark twisted fantasy is a reason. Yeah. Mhm. I'm gonna go with Callum. It's fair. It's very fair. Because well, the thing is, I'm gonna be the. I'm, I'll be the first to admit I'm not an old head. Like, there's a lot of old rap I've not listened to, yeah. and I've never really paid much attention to, just because of my own ignorance. Because I'm, I'm stupid. Um. So like that's why a lot of mine is more current based. Like that's why the J Cole's on there. That's why you've got people like Drake on there. Um, Just added DMX to the honorable mentions. So I was genuine, <laughs> genuinely when me when me and uh, Ben were here, Alex, we we're here on time. Callum was yeah, Callum was late. Um, we thought first name I thought would be on your list was DMX. Oh, I, um, I was tempted, but I realised that if I'm comparing him to those ten other rappers, I wouldn't Fair. put him there. Influence, hundred percent. Yeah, I I think he has probably the most underrated influence in hip-hop. Yeah, that's very fair. That's very fair. We have our top 10 favourite rappers, but I think we're going to do them as blog posts for the website, aren't Ooh, we? Oh, yes I think that would be a yes good idea. Are. 
forcing me to write this man i am i need to he's a journalist he should be yeah he really is <laughs> forcing me to um which is outrageous from him but you know that's fair that's j- very you know, fair Oh, oh, oh! Wait, is this the uh, recommendation? It is my recommendation? Oh God! You should do what? What have you done? He's, he's cut himself. He's cut himself from opening a bottle. Okay, let's let's do it. Let's. All right, I've got an idea. So we'll do we'll do our recommendations, yeah. and then I've got one thing to talk about. Then we'll have a little break. There's in this one show. more. Have a little a, um, break. Topic. I've got a little break, and then we'll go on to Callum's last topic. No, another topic. Oh, put after the rappers. So we'll do but. recommendations. Your topic. Then my little snippet, which Callum's gonna love. Little break, then we'll get on to his final, his conspiracy theories topic. So go for it. This is uh, 25 years old uh, last week or so. Um, I think Pitchfork put something out and said it was a perfect 10. He might have done, but who cares what Pitchfork thinks yeah. But uh, it's called Crooked Rain, Crooked Rain. Uh, it's by Pavement. The, the title's like... Uh, a reference to Prince Purple Rain. I was going to say, is it a Purple Rain reference? Yeah. Uh, it's just like the absolute daddy of emo records. It's, it's so good. Daddy emo. Yeah, daddy emo. They, just, they didn't care. Uh, it's got lo-fi production. Some of the, like... I just love the guitar work on it. Uh, they, they recorded in an apartment above uh, a used like instrument shop. So they go there mm. and they pick some funky basses or funky guitars and just go up and use them and they'd, they'd like record one or two takes and say yeah that, that's alright so it's such a raw record um, they've got I, I love his lyrics uh, they, they're kind of abstract but they're just I don't know they're just cool um, and they, they was not in the way they sound but their attitude was so punk like they they didn't care about industry or anything. There's one song called Range Life, which is like kind of alt country. Um, <laughs> that sounds great already. <laughs> and it, there's a point in it where he just, he goes for the Smashing Pumpkins and, oh, what's, and another band that are quite big. And he just, he slays them. And they were so mad. That's the one. Uh, they were so mad, uh, Billy from the Smashing Pumpkins was, that Pavement went to a headliner festival with them and Billy just kicked off. He was like, no way. He had a tantrum and he got banned from this festival. Didn't you recommend that? Sounds like a very, at one point. That yeah, sounds really like a yeah. Billy Corgan thing to do. As much as I love the guy, yeah, that sounds like a Billy Corgan thing to do. He just, he just oh, I love him. I think he's a top geezer. He bought, he bought a wrestling company because he likes it. Really? Yeah. Just because they were going to go out of business, and he was like, I don't want to go out of business, need more companies, mate. So he just bought it. He's a legend. Top respect to the guy. <laughs> I like the sound of him. I quite like these like anti industry yeah, artists. Yeah. And the, their, their top single off that album, which kind of pushed them so much into the mainstream, is called Cut Your Hair. And it's just no. the whole song's about not caring about conforming to trends. Like, labels wanted them to clean up their image because they all look like really scruffy and dirty but they were just like no and they were underground for about five years and probably about I don't know not many people knew them and they broke through so were they blackboards then or was it just was it as in like they were small at the start or did they get blackboard and ostr- like ostracised by the industry not really um, 
they just they didn't get blackballed, but they they just they didn't do what any record labels wanted them to do, which isn't beneficial at the time. But looking back on it, the same with Madonna. Like mm. you look back on it, and you think good on you. Yeah. You didn't care. You the 90s were very anti-industry. Yeah, and they they just made some class records, and Crooked Rain is Crooked Rain. Yeah, it's just it's just accessible, like to get you into that band, because their first one is kind of a bit all over the place, but I I like it. But um, I'll check it out because they sound good. They're really. Good he played me uh, that track, the, and it it bops. Does it? I was enjoying myself quite a lot. Yeah, they're really good. Um, I'm going to go for my recommendation of the week, which doesn't actually came from me. This recommendation has came from my brother. Shout out, Jack. Uh, he really wants to come on the show, so I've got, uh, I've got his recommendation for everyone this week. When is he coming on the show? He wants to come on the show. I don't, him him, I don't want him on the show. We want him on. Do we want him yeah, on the show? He can replace Adam, can't he? Yeah. That's what I'm yeah. thinking. If he comes on, I'm going to be replaced. Um, won't fucking know how to upload it, but... <laughs> That's why I've got to say it. I'm a technical wizard behind, behind the music box over here. No, my recommendation and Jack's recommendation is Big Bad by Gigs, which is Gigs' new album. He put out, he got, he put out an album? On Friday. Did you see Gigs on DJ... It was, I think it was a while ago. But did you see a, uh, Gigs on DJ Vlad? No. DJ Vlad interview? Mm, mm, no. It was just so good to see someone put DJ Vlad in his place. I fucking I hate DJ Vlad. It's so good. There's so many big There's so many big features on it. Well, not... Well, decent-ish to say. There's like Jade Kisses on it. Oh, Li- Jade is on it? Little Yachty's on it. And you've got Labyrinth on it, and the Labyrinth song is amazing. Yeah. We played the like, <laughs> it's so good. Uh, French Montana's on it as well. Oh There's God. some absolute. Oh no. I like. I can't I like French Montana. Ruins some of it, every song he goes. I on. quite <laughs> feel like a fresh French, ooze. French Montana and Nav. Oh no, it's not. No, that's that's horrible on French. No, Nav's it's not. a they, level below. They both ruin any song they go on. I quite. I quite like him. At times, in at times in like I couldn't listen to a whole album by him, but in little snippets, I think it'd be fine. I've not got that far into it. I was listening to it on the way down here, and while I was setting everything up, and I was liking it. There's some decent songs in there, and I, like what you I think it was decent. I'll skip the French Continu- Montana song, but I'll. No, I think we need. I think we need to discuss the French Montana song next week because okay, I we'll feel like the French Montana song. I feel like we we've all got different ideas going into it, so it could be very decent to what we've got, we've got to think. I will definitely keep an ear out for the Jadakiss song though, because I love Jadakiss. Um, I'll find out the name of the the song that me and Ben listened to that we we cried about. It was the labyrinth one. It was the labyrinth one. I'm trying to find out the name of it though. Uh, it was Don't Go Hungry. Yeah. It is insane. Similar in vibe to the last episode. Oh, is it? Oh, from right. from gigs as well. Like it, I, I like gigs. It's a clash of styles. I really like gigs. Well, I was I was never really sold on gigs. I wasn't a fan of his voice until like, like the more I've been listening to him, the more I'm getting into it. But it was decent. I'm I'm enjoying what I've had. To, I'm only about four songs mm. in, but I'm really liking it, and I'd recommend it to everyone. What have you got? What are you recommending? My recommendation for this week, which will tie into <laughs> the conspiracy theories, it's a um, "Until the End of Time" by Tupac. Okay. It's a posthumous album by him. Mm-hmm. That a um, and it was actually the album that got me into Tupac. So I just thought I'd share that with you guys. It's a great album. I'll get on it. It's weirdly, there's songs on it that's like weirdly prophetic. Like songs like Letter to My Unborn, which is about if he were to die, then it's the message to his unborn children. Which, and obviously it was just, it was released after he died. There's a, um, a song on there called Ballad of a Dead Soldier, which... You know, 
it, it's as an album it's just amazing it got me into Tupac and got me into a lot of rap like that so I just thought I'd share that with you guys I can't wait to listen to it mate the um, final bit of a um, final topic before we go into oh no wait you've got one yeah. I'm going to do yours I'm going to do mine after are you doing it after the uh, yeah I'll do it after, no, yeah. after this okay yeah uh, it's just childhood music I was thinking about that the other day what music do you hear and go I've not listened to that in years or oh shit this takes me back literally any like, uh, 2007 R&B really literally like anything and I'll be like but yes. any songs that you hear on the radio and go oh I remember that being in like a car ride with like my mom or whatever people say my dad used yeah. to do uh, as well. my dad's oh my dad's a massive Led, any Led Zeppelin like any Led Zeppelin will get me into, like thinking of my dad any Michael Jacks makes me think of my mum and then any like Kanye like early Kanye stuff makes me think of like anything with my brother because it was all he was, mm. all he was playing you know that 303 song with uh, Katy Perry wait what like sing it sing it sing it go on sing it, it is, <laughs> <laughs> no, anything I can't remember how can't, it I don't know I just, quote. but when it comes on I love it <laughs> The, the video, they're like splashing around in the fountain. That's Mate, that just sounds like any <laughs> Katy Perry yeah. video. It's really good. California <laughs> Girls. It's, you know, California it's, Girls bops. Uh, yes, Perry. California Girls is one. Yeah. Katy Perry before the whole Migos incident. God, that Genius. Migos thing was awful. But um, Earthquake, Earthquake by Labyrinth. Yeah. A, um, Tiny Temper. Oh my Pass life. Out. <laughs> Pass out. Do you remember KTB? Um, I, that, do you remember KTB? No. Yeah. Kate Bush. Is that Kate no, Bush's rap no, name? No. <laughs> what was the What was the song called that she's? Oh my god, I'm gonna have to look it up. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like it's like a dance, like it's like an art. It's like a dance song, isn't it? Kinda. It's like it's like like it was shit. it's like electric dance music. It it's pretty much just EDM, but it it bops. One one that uh, was I mean, is a uh, Sweet Caroline by Neil Diamond. Sweet Caroline. I used to hate that song. I used to despise it because my dad, whenever my dad loved it, whenever he put it on, he'd crank it up because he knew I hated it. And then slowly but surely over time, I started to love it. I'll tell you what's I funny. Love it more, <laughs> right? So I've been going to loads of British wrestling shows recently, and yeah. I'm now working with a wrestling company as well. Big up, big up, breed. Love you guys. Um, but before every single like independent British wrestling show ever. Sweet Caroline plays <laughs> like it's almost like an unwritten rule. But every like bef- the last song before the, the show will start is always Sweet Caroline because the entire crowd will always sing it. Gets everyone buzzing, mm. and then you go straight into the show. It, so every time I hear that song, I think of wrestling. Now it's changed the song for me. <laughs> a um, Alejandro by yeah, a uh, Lady Gaga. Wow, I, I had a mate called Alejandro, so <laughs> obviously whenever that song came on. That it, he would just get pissed off. Uh, yeah. Early Foo Fighters stuff, like Everlong and... Yeah. Thunder. What a banger. Yeah. Ooh. A lot like that rock for me. Like, yeah, same. Hypnotized by Biggie. Ooh. A, a New York State of Mind by Nas and Party Up by DMX. I'm gonna... Well, the other day... So when I was younger, I, like the only thing I'd play on like one of the only things I'd play on my PS2 was all the wrestling games right yeah. which all back in the day had the best rock soundtracks ever 
Um, and there was one of them that I was I rebought. Well, I borrowed my flatmate's Xbox 360 and bought mm-hmm. SmackDown vs. Raw 2007. <laughs> right, because it was a it was a pound in CEX, and I was like, you have to get me. I, I want to get a PlayStation 2 from CEX because I want to get a uh, Def Jam fight for New York. Ooh. You remember that? <laughs> I've never played it. What? What? Oh yeah, because they're they're all the um the yellow, red, and white yeah, ones, aren't they? Yeah. There'll be an adapter. There's an adapter you, you can buy, but it's like twenty quid online. Twenty quid. The Wii adapter is about six. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I want to go through some of the bangers that are on this, as well as they threw in a few wrestling themes as well. But there was the Champ by Ghostface Killer. Oh yeah. Oh, is that from a fish scale? Yeah. Yeah. That's there was a great uh, song. Money in the Bank. There was some songs by Rise Against. There was uh, a lot of Skillet. A lot of uh, Three Day Grace, all of which were bangers. Anytime I hear like anything that's like rock from like the early 2000s, I'm like ready to Sick. fight someone. The Champ is one of my favorite Ghostface songs. So banger. Oof. But that like anything that was like any like old rest like for some reason right the the biggest wrestling company in the world WWE every WrestleMania so their biggest event they always have like in the last like 10 years has been a theme song by Flo Rida or oh, or Pitbull. Rider. And or Pitbull, right? So now Rider any like me. Pitbull song or any Flow Rider song will come on and I'm just, I'm in a mood. Like I'm, I'm ready to bop. Buy me a drink by a um, T-Pain. Ooh. Oh, I love T-Pain. I love T-Pain. No, I've not watched that yet. But it keeps popping to. up in my recommended. And I'm like, it's so good. He's such a good singer. Yeah. A, um, there was a few T, probably that entire Epiphany album by T-Pain. A, um, Oh, I'd want a tip of my tongue and I can't remember it. Carry on, I'll think of it, it'll pop back in. It'll pop back Well, I was gonna I was gonna move on to the next topic, so I feel like Ah fuck no pressured shit. Beautiful Girls by Sean Kingston. No oh. no, I knew the pressure oh, would Yeah. <laughs> I hated that song, I still you do. Hated it. Hated it. it. Was amazing. I thought I stuck on the play. I know every word to it, but I hate it. <laughs> I absolutely hate it. Huh. Right, so before we take a little quick break. There was one thing I wanted to talk about that happened in the la- since the last Vox happened. Something big musically has gone down. It's a blending of two genres. So and have you have you ever only seen one man that could do it? Of course, Our, the Vox's favorite artist, <laughs> Denzel Curry. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> so you know Rage Against the Machine, right, Ben? I do. I do you like bulls? I, I like do you like bulls on parade? Wow, outrageous! Well, this has just gone down. Outrageous! Like but this is. Like ruined everything, hasn't it? Balloon. Anyway, well done. Well Thank done. you. Um, <laughs> so Denzel went on the famous YouTube show Like a Version. Yeah, I love that. And performed uh, Bulls on Parade. Mm. And it may be one of the best like, like rap metal slash rock m- they've like, ever done. Fusion. Ever. It's amazing. He works so perfectly as a front man for and it. And then he, he like, um, fuses in one of his verse from a song called Sirens just in the middle of it when like the uh, instruments are just died down and oh, then he just jumps back I'm in. gonna play a snippet of it now before the break but yeah. I think it's a bop it reminds me of one of my favourite like versions ever which is when Catfish did Black Skinner by did they what so good. what Listen right fuck it right. I've had to put my when jaw when we have up. this break pause it right after a, uh, the the uh, snippet finishes and we'll just watch the Denzel Curry and the Catfish one because I generally want to see this. I'm gonna come, we're going to come back and just be crying about this. Awesome. You're going to be crying yeah, about um, Denzel. Oh, the Tame Impala cover by Arctic Monkeys yeah, was beautiful. Yeah, 
But you're going to be crying about the Denzel cover and we're going to be crying about this black skin cover. I want you to know that, Den- that Denzel cover gets me fucking pumped. I love it so much. I've listened, it came out, was it uh, last Monday last week? Yeah. Because I was, I would listen to it on the train. Yeah. Um, I did literally I say, used my data to listen to it. You did. Yeah. You tweeted about well, it. I probably tweeted. On the Music Vox, what, it's right there. I've opened it YouTube. It's the first thing in the recommended <laughs> for us. It's almost like it knows. It knows. There's did loads of memes. Did you see him but... do Black Balloons? Yes. That Sanford's ver- they did Sanford's verse instead of Goldlink, and I think Sanford should have been in the original. I genuinely think it was better than Goldlink. Well, he did a yeah. I can't remember what it was. Yeah, <laughs> but he did something, yeah. and apparently it was beautiful. It was nice. Interesting. We'll have to give it to check. I think Joey Badass was on one as well. Oh, don't get like me that. started on that man. I love him. I love him so we much. Break, we should break. You can. This is uh, Denzel Curry's version of Bulls on Parade. For anyone interested in the darts, on the 15th of March, you'll see the Varsity event was in Sheffield Hallam and University of Sheffield. It takes place at the Octagon Centre, which is near the top of West Street. And tickets start at £7 and it'll be £54 for a table of six. It starts at 7pm and runs till midnight. If you want to get tickets, go to HallamStudentUnion.com. Now on to Callum with some conspiracy theories about music. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, and we are here with some music conspiracy theories. Yes, we are. You're taking the lead on this one. I've got. I am taking the lead. um, (laughs) I mean, as you just heard there, Tupac will be the leading example of a music conspiracy theory. He will. He really will be. There. Um. So, to detail Tupac's untimely death or death in quotation marks, (laughs) it was. What did you do? Oh, naughty boy. <laughs> it goes to Tupac. A, uh, September 7th, 1996, at the MGM Grand Casino in Las Vegas, Nevada, uh, Tupac, Suge Knight, and his entourage went to a Mike Tyson fight, where after afterwards, he, a, uh, Tupac got into a fight with Orlando Anderson, a member of the Southside Crips. A, um, it was believed that he is the shooting some because we've got about five theories yeah. as to what happened to his death and who caused it and um, basically in 2000, 2014 a, um, one of the cops a guy named Chris Carroll he came out and said that he was first on the scene and he opened a door and went to Tupac who shot you do you know what Tupac's words were? No. What were his words? Fuck you. <laughs> he said that to the cop. and Because right. he's a black rapper with a cop. And also a um, one of the diss tracks that allegedly started the East Coast West Coast beef was Biggie's Who Shot You? Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. So a, um, they were allegedly also Tupac's last words were fuck you to a police officer. Which... It's a little break. It's one of the most gangster things I've ever heard. Yeah, that's pretty <laughs> But um, the p- 
Police never arrested anyone in connection. They didn't follow up on a guy named Yaki Gaddafi. <laughs> which... He went on to the Middle East. <laughs> a, um, he was a member of Tupac's entourage and he claimed he could identify the assailant. He was then murdered two months later before he could give the interview. A, um, but the Las Vegas homicide uh, detective said that a, uh, that case got the same treatment as any other homicide here, which to me says that they don't do anything with homicides because they didn't do either, anything with either that. Either they don't care. <laughs> either they don't care or they're lying. We don't care that it's a celebrity. We don't care about anyone's death yeah. here in the Las Vegas homicide department. But a, um, so Orlando Anderson, member of Southside Crips, got into a fight with him and then later when they were driving away a car pulls up beside them a window rolls down and Tupac gets shot four times and Shug Knight gets hit in the head but grazed in the head yeah theory one of five with the um, Tupac death is by Chuck Phillips a former LA Times journalist and he says that it's a combination of Orlando Anderson Southside Crips and Biggie Smalls, who caused the death of Tupac. And I don't, I don't buy that one. I, I, I don't buy it, but I'll explain it. So the Southside Crips, uh, basically retaliation for Anderson's getting beat up by Tupac. Uh, Orlando Anderson, is, they, uh, Phillips claimed that he was the shooter. And Biggie Smalls allegedly filed a $1 million hit and supplied the gun to Orlando Anderson. That's all speculation, though. Like, there's no way you could know that. Yeah. And why would you supply the gun? Like, yeah. Why would you leave that form of trail? Yeah. You you wouldn't. Simple as you wouldn't. No, and no one in connection with Biggie or Biggie himself was questioned mm. by any cop. Anderson was shot on May 1988. He denied responsibility up until his death and was never charged. And that's pretty much where that theory goes. I don't believe it. I don't think I don't Biggie had anything to do it. with it. Uh, I'm, I kind of lean towards uh, the Crips and Orlando Anderson being involved, but I don't buy that a uh, Biggie had anything to do with it. Yeah, there was beef between the East Coast, West Coast thing, and the motives there were that, obviously, Tupac claimed that he slept with the Biggie's wife in Hit Em Up. But it's weak. I don't think. Theory two is a guy called Russell Paul, who was a former LAPD detective, and he blamed Shug Knight for the murder of Tupac. Shug Knight was the... The guy got Yeah, he was the CEO of Death Row Records at the time, which is the label that Tupac was a part of. Yeah. A, um, allegedly, he owed Tupac a lot of money, uh, some estimate towards about $3 million. And a... Um, also, there were rumours that Tupac intended to leave Death Row Records. Mm. A, um, things that don't work in Knight's favour is that after the fight, Shug made a call. A, um, he was seen making a call on the phone and he insisted that Tupac ride in his car. Yeah. A, um, and Anderson, when he was in for questioning, contradicted his te- testimony because before... He said Shug was part of the fight. <coughs> Afterwards, he said Shug tried to stop the fight, which sounds like an envelope's been pushed somewhere. So it could be a payoff by night. Yeah. And a, um, theory three 
It's from a um, Greg Cading, former LAPD detective, claimed that P. Diddy was the man who caught the hit. P. Diddy being the head of Bad Boy Records at the time, Biggie's label, um, and obviously being a big part of the beef. A, um, allegedly, he paid a guy called Keith Davis, who was a member of the Crips, $1 million. And Orlando Anderson, who was Keith Davis's nephew, was allegedly the triggerman. And uh, a, te- a testimony given by Keith Davis said that Orlando rolled down the window and popped him. If the car pulled up on my side, Aldo rolled down the window and popped him. Yeah. A, um, the possible motive for that is that the fear that Suge Knight would strike first mm-hmm. against a uh, bad boy and he included pack in it because of hit him up 34 34 which is probably the vaguest one is that the jewish defense league <laughs> what <laughs> that's what responsible for killing tupac and literally because they a um they were leaked a uh, fbi records of i think it was fbi records of death threats by the jdl against tupac i don't know why they just were. And out of all the theories, they're the only ones that have been like, yeah, I'm going to kill you. Yeah. <laughs> Theory five is the most well-known one. That is alive in Cuba. That is alive in Cuba. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which, to be honest, is the one that I kind of hope is true. It's not true. It's not. I really hope it I is, I hope though. it is. Imagine if when he's 70, he comes out with three albums. People think Elvis is not dead. Yeah. Elvis <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I mean, it would be a good Elvis in person. Imagine if you watch him, like, that's, not, that's nowhere near that, Elvis. That, that, he's not good enough for Elvis him. Anytime a famous person dies, people just go, no, yeah. Yeah. Like with Hitler, he's, not, he's dead, he's not an Argentina. Elvis isn't an Elvis in person, yeah, he's dead. <laughs> Hitler gets a 17 releases three albums. <laughs> <laughs> well, there was the, um, oh, there was one on top of my head and I've lost it now. Bloody hell. I've lost it. Don't worry, lads. Just forget about it. Just forget it. I hope he's alive in forget Cuba. about me. I really hope he's alive yeah. in Cuba. Also, apparently Tupac's family have now won custody of Tupac's unreleased music and apparently there's two albums worth. Are they going to put it out? So we might end up getting two, two Tupac albums by the end of the year, which I seriously hope. Interesting. Well, the thing is, have you seen, I assume you've seen the autopsy pictures and stuff of him and like the picture yeah. of like the, the last picture of him in the car. It's like that. No, it might, yeah. There's one where he's in the... But there's like, there's no like key that. in the ignition and the stuff like yeah. that. Like, it's very off. It's weird. And the a, um, album that he released straight after... Well, he obviously didn't release it because he was dead. But that he released after he, he was dead, after he died, was a um, called Machiavelli. Mm. And <laughs> I got I got told this by an eight-year-old uh, <laughs> that if you rearrange the letters of Machiavelli, it spells I'm alive. <laughs> have, you seen, know, have you seen the whole thing about like the whole Machiavelli thing in the past before? Yeah, yeah. that's where this whole thing's came from. Because Machiavelli didn't he fake his own death? Yeah, yeah. That's where the Cuba theory came from because of the whole Machiavelli stuff. Tupac, if you're listening, he's not. <laughs> in my opinion, I'd say I think he should just be laid to rest. Yeah, like just people should just let him rest. But if you're in Cuba. Follow me on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> do, you think, do you think he'd have Twitter? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, one of the egg profiles. 
Well, it's a biggie small hate account. Do you remember there was a thing on there was a thing on Twitter like a few years ago where it was like, oh yeah, this is Tupac's um like he's releasing he's releasing music on uh, on SoundCloud through all this stuff. Like it sounds so much like him. And it was like Mate, remember that Tupac? It's a guy using a voice that was mod. At, like the BET Awards and everyone like lost their minds. Do you remember the um hologram they did? Oh at Coachella, that was sick. That was so sick. Did they do a Tupac hologram? Yeah, yeah at Coachella. Uh, like like five years Ice ago. Cube and Dre. Oh, I've got loads. Then we've got, we've only got, we've got like twenty minutes left. Oh shit! Right. So I think you, I've, I want to hear your one, your big so can through through. I've got Biggie's one. You do big, do Biggie because that's the one I'm interested in. Do you want to do the Beatles, Paul McCartney one because that's one of these here? Yes. I've got one where do a, uh, Kanye West is Bowie's successor. Yeah, he is. No, I mean like there's actually no, like no, a is. breakdown. But a uh, Biggie died March 9th, nineteen ninety seven at. Uh, Peterson Auto Museum in Los Angeles, California, after attending a Soul Train Awards after party. The alleged shooter was uh, um, described as a black male in a blue suit and a bow tie. A, um, oh, wait, I forgot, I took a picture of this. A, um, a quote from Sergi Robletto is that it was about a, um, the LAPD's involvement with finding out who the murderer was. Apparently they were really like, they just didn't get involved. Uh, Sergio Robleto stated, they were there that first night, but they were gone by the next morning and didn't come back to the case until an entire month had passed. In 30 years, I'd never seen that. A murder case involving a major celebrity that wasn't taken over by robbery homicide right out of the gate. The only other time we've seen that is with Tupac. Yeah. I wonder what factor of these two people could be... (laughs) Meaning that the police don't get involved. Yeah. Interesting. I wonder what <coughs> race issue could be a... Uh, I can't seem to think of a race issue. Could you explain? <laughs> the, oh, just, the police and rappers, they get on so well. They, they really the do. The police love the black community. Fuck's sake. <laughs> but theory one, there's really only one theory. Yeah. And it's the one that has most solid evidence. And it's by... Uh, Friend Russell Poole, former LAPD detective from The Last. What a, what a guy. Who blamed Suge Knight mm-hmm. for Biggie's death. Mm-hmm. Suge Knight, the corrupt and the corrupt LAPD, all had ties in with a um, Biggie dying. Because he died in LA. That's where Death Row Records were. That's where the headquarters were. And apparently Suge Knight had some LAPD cops on his, on his payroll. Uh, specifically, this officer named David Mack, he was at the party and owned a black Impala, which was the car that was seen sh- at shot. What well, the car didn't shoot him, but <laughs> Transform- <laughs> Transformers one, <laughs> the, the car that, that killed the, uh, Biggie, bullets left that car and into Biggie's car was a black Impala, and David Mack had ties with a known hitman named Amir Mohammed. Whom, if you're a police officer, how do you have ties to a hitman? They were both in college together. <laughs> Not literally, that's what it was. Um, who, Amir Mohammed matched the description of the shooter, like, eerily close. Yeah. And when Russell Poole asked his um, superiors about this, they said, and I quote, we're not going that way. Oh. They didn't deny it. They went, Ooh. don't look that way. <laughs> A um, Biggie's mum in 2002 uh, filed a wrongful death lawsuit. A um, 
a lot of stuff was found out yeah. leading that, especially about lead investigator Stephen Cox, who <laughs> who had who uh, had a failure to forensically test David Max Black in parlor. They they didn't think, hey, he was at the party. His car. Hmm. They didn't test it at all. Uh, they did not interview Amir Mohammed, and he forgot, quote unquote, to turn in over two hundred pages of documents. Oh, shit. <laughs> You're not just like oh, one page you could forget. Two hundred pages. Two hundred pages. A lot. He forgot who he. he apparently, he left it at home. <laughs> um, and one of the documents implicated another LAPD officer. Yeah. Of course it did. And that led to a mistrial. And then he, a, um, Biggie Smalls' mum went to refile in 2007, but the case was dismissed. Until 2011, when, the, when an FBI file was released, where the bullets that um, had hit Biggie were shot by a, ge- a Gecko 9mm. No, the ammo was a Gecko 9mm armor piercing. So rare that there's only two distributors of the bullets in the US. And they were found in David Mack's home. The police officer that had ties to Amir Mohammed. And nobody followed up on this. And in 2015, after finding this out, Russell Poole died from a heart attack. (laughs) Uh, Some believe it was FBI, and others believe, uh, even though it's not as popular as the two-pack one, that... Biggie is alive somewhere. <laughs> I'm gonna fly through these last two. Yeah, uh, go for it. Shoot some out. I'll do a bit. Of don't chew it out of a black impala though. Yeah, please don't. We'll do test it anyway, <laughs> if he's gonna do it, probably best way to do it. Uh, a black yeah, tame impala. <laughs> Sorry, I have to, it's been on my head for a while. Halfway or less than halfway through the Beatles' career, there was a rumor that Paul McCartney died in a car crash, and people die hard believe. And it was such a big thing at the time that after they broke up in what I, it's called an early diss track, uh, um, called How Do You Sleep by Gentleman. <laughs> just says, Angry Poetry. Angry Poetry. Angry Poetry. Angry Poetry. Angry Poetry. Angry Poetry. And he's got no shoes on, which in some cultures is apparently a sign yeah, it was, of a corpse. It's a uh, Sicilian culture or something. Apparently it's a sign of a corpse because like John was wearing white. So allegedly yeah. he's the preacher. Ringo was in black. So he's the undertaker. And uh, yeah, George was in blue, which means he's the grave digger. <laughs> if the undertaker said that, where's Kane at? More wrestling jokes. More wrestling. I'm here all week, lads. If you play down or slow back with some of the Beatles songs, yeah, I've got them. <laughs> I've, I've written them down. Um, it was, well, in Sgt. Pepper's, the um, album cover is allegedly a funeral. Oh, And on God. Paul McCartney's got a badge on his arm that says OPD, which means, like, some Paul's dead. Like, officially, Paul's dead. It, it means New Orleans Police Department, but people took it as that. And a... Um, Oh, it's something to do with Wednesday. Oh, they uh, on the back of it. Yeah. I think it's George is pointing at a um, a thing that says Wednesday morning at five o'clock, which people are like, 
that's when Paul died. <laughs> it's just stupid. Oh, like, and it's, oh, it's just weird. There's so many of them though. People think Avril Lavigne died and replaced. She did. Him. Did you see the tweet thread about that? No. There was like, oh, it probably had like sixty tweets in. All of Why different. Why would you ex- want to recreate all, Avril all of examples? It was the label. The label did it. The label did it. <laughs> Trust me. That's one of the only ones I can fully like get behind. Like, just fair enough. Apparently, Eminem's a clone. Yeah, well, he is. He's yeah. lost his ability when he got cloned in 2006. <laughs> That's why he's been trash ever since. But yeah, uh, and the Nirvana one—this uh, is, in my opinion, my favorite one. <laughs> Maybe the biggest conspiracy theory ever. People think that Courtney Love killed it or hired someone to kill it. And I've watched two documentaries on it. There's one on Netflix called Kurt and Courtney, which is shit. It's utter dribble. They make stupid links between stuff but there's one saving factor in it and that the filmmaker did some research found the person who if it was going to be anyone this is a person who Courtney would have hired to kill him Amir Mohammed. Amir Mohammed. No. <laughs> yeah he went to this guy interviewed him and within some time frame I can't remember the guy was dead yo imagine there was like a musical hitman I just um, went around killing music- musicians Aaron Burr Aaron Burr sir but the other, <laughs> the other documentary is called Someone to do with a shotgun as well. So he he did it with a different hand. The guy who was meant to go and check up on Kurt, who was a recovering heroin addict, clean for ages. The one time he was talking to the police, Courtney had got him back on heroin, so he's completely incoherent. Yeah, they wouldn't believe him anyway. Yeah. Um, Something to do with the fact that it was done with a shotgun and allegedly you wouldn't be able to shoot yourself with a shotgun because it was too big. Yeah. (laughs) And there was also the stuff that he was rich. He was like unbelievably rich. And Courtney was a serial cheater. Yeah. And people thought they were going to split. Like there's taped phone recordings saying they're going to split. And when Courtney hired this private detective, she was behaving oddly. Like, like she's an odd person. Yeah, odder than usual. Yeah. But even with all that said, I think... They may have been getting divorced, but I think he killed himself. Even like you could you could pick anything apart. I think because like two months before or so, he was in hospital after trying to overdose in Germany. Uh, he got out. He 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 just got on a plane and went somewhere. And I just think he killed himself because he wasn't a happy person. I don't think yeah. he did it. I think he was just depressed. Yeah. But I think it is obviously open to debate because there's yeah. a lot of stuff. They always are. Like this, with the big impact, and there's so many open holes in it, so many yeah. people coming around with different inf- information, that it will, it will never rest. But I think if you pull anything to do with someone's personal life apart like that... Yeah, if you look at it long enough and you pick it apart to the finer details, you're going to find something. Yeah. I mean, there was like, with the Beatles one, apparently it's like between uh, I'm So Tired and Blackbird, that little gap, mm. like... 
and you play John's thing backwards, it says, I miss Paul. <laughs> if Paul was dead, why would the Beatles cover it up? And yeah. Why? And if they were covering it up, why would they put reverse in between the songs? Yes. And also, I was going to, I was going to say something else, but I completely forgot. If they did cover it, and it's someone else, he's an absolute genius of an artist. Oh, yeah. like some of his, some of his stuff isn't the Are we going to get a call about him with Biggie, Paul, Pac, and Kurt Cobain? Maybe. I mean, is that all, four or five seconds? Yeah. I mean, his guitar in that is sweet. I didn't mind it. <laughs> it wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. All, it wasn't on all day as well. Like, he did it all day as well. Yeah. My second least favorite Behind. You said you said to me before we started recording an interesting theory, which is that Ringo is moving so quickly he's every beat. I thought it was John. Oh, it's Ringo. <laughs> he's just zipping. Right, can I talk about the Bowie and Kanye one quickly? Okay, quickly. You've got, you got two minutes. Go. Right, so allegedly, a um, Kanye is David Bowie's successor. A, um, so in 1972, Bowie, Bowie released the rise and fall of Ziggy Stardust and the Spiders from Mars. It was an Great album, yeah. On June 6th, 1972. Are you able to quickly pull up the cover of uh, the album? I can try to. On the... Um, this was five years before Kanye was born. What, in what sense do you mean successor? As in, like, genuine, like, Jesus-style resurrection of Bowie. That's stupid. Yes. But it's hilarious. <laughs> No, no, just put David Bowie, a um, rise and fall of Ziggy Stardust. Rise and fall, I'm with you. There you go. Alright, let's have a look at this. Let's analyse this. Have a look and see if you notice anything suspicious about the album cover. There it says K-West on it. So above Bowie's head, there's a illuminated sign that says K-West. The first song in the album is called Five Years. Oh, And it's about how humanity will end unless a star man descends and saves the world five years five years and three days later kanye west is born <laughs> and saves the world and bowie's final album is called black star and kanye west is literally a black star do you believe this no <laughs> But it's hilarious, so I want to talk about it. And the third track is called Lazarus. Do you know the story behind Lazarus in the Bible, how he was revived by Jesus? Yeah. So the idea is that Bowie is revived by Kanye, because on Kanye's album, Jesus, he has a track called I Am A God. <laughs> that he and is. Three, and this is the final bit. Three days before Bowie's death, Sia released a song called Reaper, which was co-written and co-produced by none other than Kanye West. Whoa. <laughs> I am Callum Connor Jones and I do not believe any of these conspiracy theories. <laughs> In an interview, I just. Well, I I'm, she could have been. Um, what, what was the, uh, oh, was the guy from Moon 5 called? Adam Levine with his That's stupid I mean. tattoos. That's why I was like, All why right. the fuck would you clone? All right. All right. I've got some interesting <laughs> stuff here. I've gone onto a Rolling Stones article of this because you've got me interested. <laughs> In a 1974 interview with Rolling Stones, Bowie gave an oddly prophetic description of yes. how his alter ego eventually leaves this earth. As soon as Ziggy dies on stage, the infinite takes his elements yes. and makes himself visible, he said at the time. 
Fittingly, when the rock icon died on the 10th of January 2016, West was the first of many artists to commemorate him. Tweeting just an hour after his death on his official Facebook page, David Bowie was one of the most important inspirations. So fearless, so creative. He gave us magic for a lifetime. And that's why this theory was, was, became a thing, because of that one, that one message. No, it was before it, and then that tweet, like, well, since, well, yeah, the Black since, Star yeah. thing. This is stupid. This is All stupid. conspiracy theories are stupid, Ben. Yeah. Absolutely stupid. The, the Nirvana one's not that stupid. That, yeah, that's not that far-fetched. No, it's not. The Biggie one, I wouldn't say is that far-fetched, with Suge Knight doing it. But Tupac's not in Cuba. Man. Tupac's not in Cuba. I think no, it not. was some internal oh, LA gang stuff that... I think the police were involved. Probably Diddy, and probably Diddy ordering the hit. I don't think Diddy did it. Yeah, Lil Pump went back in time to say Little Pump to ruin and, uh, music to ruin music so that he could save it Playboy, later. Playboy Carty was the shooter. Yeah, well, he didn't, die lit. No, he died YN, lit. YNW Melly. Oh my god, get that guy away! He had murder on his mind. Oh god, I hate that guy. <laughs> I'm not talking about him. I despise him. I despise him. But now, um. I feel like there's nothing else. I've got no conspiracy theories. I'm just here for the ride at this rate. Because yeah, it hit me when Adam didn't know the uh, Courtney Love, Kurt Cobain one. And I was I'd like, never heard of Courtney this. Love, to be fair. Watch the documentary. I feel yeah. like I'm gonna. I feel like I'm gonna. But we're in a bit of a Nirvana mood now, aren't we? Boys? Also, according to a guy, this back to the biggie one, according to a guy in jail called Mario Hammonds, Shug Knight said, my people handled the business. They took care of him. We just missed Puffy. Ooh. But I was to a convict. And oh, there was another one. P did his former bodyguard. He was interviewed by investigators, described a man lurking outside near Diddy after the party. The man walked north towards the eventual crime scene and he was shown a lineup of photographs of suspects and he picked out Amir Mohammed. Let's just put it this way. Uh, Shook Knight, bit of a clown. Didn't he hang someone out of a window? Yeah, he did. Yeah, hung someone out of a window. Absolute Allegedly clown. injected EZ with AIDS. Allegedly, it was by allegedly Shug Knight. Knight. It was allegedly. I don't think it was Shug in Easy E's case. I don't. I don't. I think. I think Easy E was Easy was too much of a prominent figure in the gang life within a um, LA for Shug Knight to even want to target him. Yeah. I just find it's it, it's an interesting theory. Yeah. It's a very interesting theory. Shug Knight is an interesting character. It's a theory. I don't think can get behind. I really don't think I can get behind that one. But no, <laughs> can't get behind many conspiracy theories. To be fair. I can't. But Avril Lavigne dying and, re- and being reborn by a twin. Yes. Beyonce it's and not a it's a twin. Oh no, it's, no. It a the, it's a lookalike. Yeah. Jay Z and Beyonce are the Illuminati. Yeah. Rock Nation. <laughs> Triangles and eyes, boys. <laughs> Isn't it if you play single ladies backwards? Oh no, we're not doing this. Not no. <laughs> oh, my oh my god. god, every lady that is single is actually Illuminati. About the world bowing before her, and it's such a fucking stretch, but it's great. Oh god. I feel like on after the biggest the biggest one we've had today, the biggest story we've talked about is probably the Kurt Cobain one. Yeah. So to end, we're gonna play a little bit of Nirvana Heart Shape Box. Nah, nah, nah. That, wasn't that was not. That was really not. That was not actually. What we got to play for next week? Anything? Anything? Anyone wants to discuss? What are we doing? It's your hosting, mate. Your hosting. What do you want? What do you want to do? Off the top of your brain. Top of your uh, top of your noggin. Listen to crooked brain. I want to talk about that. 
Let's talk about some rock, mate. I'll talk about some rock. I get into some... <laughs> I want to get into some more rock. Let's so talk about 1975 and how they changed Let's music. All <laughs> <laughs> right. Moon 5, 1975 collab album. How Ooh. we want it. Can we? Can I just get? <laughs> can I just get Adam Levine's tattoos everywhere by next week? Because they just are face tattoos, just his body tattoos on your face. His body on my face. Just Adam Levine's yes. face on your face. Ooh, what a plan! What a plan! Right, I think that's the way to end it. I, I can't think of. It. I can't think of better, better I can't way. Think of anything else? Anything. Uh, next week we will all be clones. We'll all be dead and replaced by lookalikes. We'll be recording in Cuba. Shout out Cuba. <laughs> we'll have Tupac as a special guest. <laughs> right, that's it. All right, lads. We'll go back in time to 1975. With a little pump and play Around the time that Bowie dropped oh, Ziggy Stardust and see if he's right. K West. K West. Can we go to the hospital that, that Kanye was born and we'll just see? We'll just see like Jesus appear. I don't want to see Donda West give birth. I'll be no, I mean, not, not give birth. No, I mean, we're taking them. That's <laughs> we're, ju- we're just there as doctors. Yeah. Yeah, we're, we're professional professionals. Work. I swear. Look at this, look at this phone, mate. What are you on about? Oh, imagine if we just went back in time and just like played My Beautiful Dark Twisted This is not music. <laughs> oh, have you seen that film uh, that's coming? Actually, is that the Beatles Next one? week, yes. The, yesterday. <laughs> that film looks very interesting. <laughs> right, lads. I've been Adam. I've been Adam. I've been Adam. I've been Callum. And we'll see you. See you soon, but stop it. <laughs> I wish I could eat your cancer when you turn.